Construction contracts are complicated. So today we're going to break down a specific contract provision. I'll give you some examples and some suggestions on how to deal with it. Make sure to check out our completely new and free service called contractdetective.com. You can scan and upload your contract and it will send you an email with some of the contract provisions that it finds and some links to videos on how to deal with those provisions. I hope you like the service and I hope you enjoy the show. All right, everybody, let's get started. Again, as I said, my name is Alex Barthet. I'm a board certified construction attorney. All right, so the right to stop work. Clients come to me and they say, here, Alex, here's a 98 page contract. I just want you to make a few changes, just a few to this 98 page contract. Or they'll say, all right, Alex, what is the most important change? Like if I could only make one change, what is that change to make? And after doing this for more than 20 years, I will tell you, in my opinion, the single most important change you can make to your contract, whether you're a GC or a sub, is adding the right to stop work. And the reason is pretty straightforward. If you are doing work and you are not getting paid, you are still paying your vendors, you are still paying your labor, and you are spending money, but you are not making money. And that is a recipe for disaster. So having the uh, explicit right to stop work is critical. Now, many clients come to me and they say, well, Alex, of course, I absolutely have the right to stop work, right? I mean, no judge is going to say that I have to keep working if I'm not getting paid. And then I flip through their 98-page contract and I get to page 32 and I go down to the seventh paragraph. And in there it says, if there's a dispute, if you don't agree with change orders, um, if we're arguing about anything, even if we haven't paid you, under no circumstances can you stop working. You have to follow the dispute resolution process in the contract, which may mean a meeting of the executives and then a mediation, and then maybe we arbitrate or litigate. The problem is, is that doesn't solve your problem. The problem is you're not getting paid and you continue to have to spend money. So how do you solve that problem? When you are negotiating your contract, and this is argument uh, or my first piece of advice, the contracts that people give you, 100% of them are negotiable to various degrees, but they are all negotiable. Everybody that has come to me and said, look, Alex, I want you to review this contract, but the contractor has said that they don't make any changes. And I'll say, well, actually, six months ago for this other client, for the same contractor, we made a page and a half worth of changes. Um, so they will all make changes. Don't believe them that they say, when they say that they won't make any changes. So, so the first thing you need to do is make sure that you uh, push back and make changes. How do you make a change to the right to stop work? Here is a sample provision. Um, again, we're gonna send this out to everyone. You don't have to write all of this down. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Subcontractor may slow or stop work without liability or penalty if its pay request has not been paid within 45 days from submission to contractor. Again, this is just the jumping off point for your negotiations. Are they gonna agree to 45 days? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's 60, maybe it's 75, maybe it's 90 days. The key is that it's not never. It's not under no circumstances will you ever 
uh, have the right to stop work. Um, the other issue that we see with the right to stop work is the distinction between what is submitted and what is approved. So that may be a discussion point. So they may come back and say, that's fine, we'll agree to this, we'll change 60 days, and we need to say that it's only that, that which is approved. Now, just be careful, that loophole may swallow the whole rule, because then if it's not approved, then now you have to keep working, even though you submitted a bill. So just be careful about how the language reads. Um, you know, I have seen many versions of this. So you could, you know, it, it's up to your imagination on what you want to agree to. So for example, you could say, uh, you get to the right to stop work within 45 days on any approved changes, but if you haven't been paid, you know, some percentage of all of that, that which has been submitted within 90 days, you have the right to stop work. So you have some other trigger that may stop the bleeding if you're not getting paid enough or anything. So again, I would suggest to you that if there's only one change you have, you're able to make in your contract, having the right to stop work is, is high on that list. Thanks for listening. Again, make sure to check out our free tools. Contractdetective.com will scan your contract and send you an email with the results. We also have the Calc U Lean, and that's a free tool that will mail to you that will help you calculate the 45-day notice to owner and 90-day claim of lien. We also have the Make Me Conditional stamp. You can get that at makemeconditional.com. It's a stamp that you can stamp on any release, and it will make an, any unconditional release conditional on you getting paid. And finally, check out our monthly live and live streamed events at miamiconstructionforum.com. Thanks again.